And good morning to everyone in Southeast Louisiana. It is play-by-play coming to you live here on this Friday. Casey Jiskler here. So happy to have you guys here joining us on this final day of the week. We're going to do things a little bit different today. Usually we kind of do an intro segment, but today we're going straight to the phone lines. We're going to Corey Bear with the Blue Boot Rodeo, Riley Johns, Blue Boot Foundation. Corey, what's going on, brother? How's it going, Casey? Going pretty good, man. Look, I uh, wanted to have you on because I understand that you guys have some big news. You guys have set your dates for the 2023 rodeo. Tell us all about that, man. When can we expect all the big blue boot fun, man? Yeah, man, our dates are set. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have our rodeo on July 6th, 7th, and 8th. Uh, our traditional, uh, which has become our traditional first weekend after after the Fourth of July. Down in Grand Isle, the Tarpon Pavilion, and uh, you know we we just had a meeting last week, and we getting getting excited, and now's the time to where we we start uh, going full speed ahead with our planning, you know. Yeah, that was the next question I was going to ask. Is you know I, I've obviously never planned an event like this before, man, of the magnitude that you guys have. How, what does that look like? When do you guys start, you know, solidifying? Okay, you know, this band's going to perform, and this is going to like. When do you guys start finalizing those plans? Right around the, the third or fourth week of, of January, you know, the, our local bands down here that, that we usually get, we uh, we they fill up pretty fast on their schedules, you know. And um, so the planning started, the the booking of the pavilion and stuff like that. And uh, this year's a special year for us. It's our fifth anniversary uh, rodeo, fifth annual rodeo. And uh, this year on Saturday, um, on on Saturday the the rodeo falls on Raleigh's birthday, uh, oh, which wow. would be his, yeah, his fifth birthday. So we, we got a, a little something special planned for, for Saturday at the rodeo, and it's going to be a, a big birthday party. No, so, that's that's cool, man. That's cool as heck, dude. Look, I, I want to give you guys some, some love, man. Um, the, the foundation, you know, sponsoring Generation Next, and then the radio work that you guys do here. And I could tell you, bro, a genius idea, and you're the ones who came up with this. I can't take any credit for this. You guys came up with the idea of a blue boot bomb. The kids love it. I walk up and down the halls of Salafouge, the kids scream, blue boot bomb! They they love it. It was a great idea. The Tarpons are making a bunch of blue boot bombs, man. That was a really cool thing. The kids are really gravitating towards that. That's awesome, man. And you you did promise if we if we did that that you would sell it pretty good. And i tell you what, I... Uh, uh, I've logged on a couple of times and listened to some games just to just to see who's going to hit them and uh, and hear your reaction afterwards. Yeah, man. Cool. Thank you. I appreciate that, dude. Um, last year's event, you guys said was, was awesome, and you know I remember you guys coming on right after the rodeo and saying, "All right, now the challenge is, you know, we set the bar really high. We got to live up to that high standard. How do you guys put together another awesome weekend for the community to enjoy?" You know, I think we just need to keep doing what we do, and we have a, a great uh, rodeo committee, <clears throat> a, a great foundation board, and, and awesome volunteers. I mean, our volunteer number is, you know, over 100 people that, that help us uh, year in and year out. You know, we had some challenges last year with the with the hurricane, um, and the, the turnout was a lot better than, than we thought with aftermath of the hurricane. And uh, we we're really excited to get back down to Grand Isle, and and you know their rebuild efforts are are, are going well, and um, you know a lot of people look forward to the rodeo, and and we appreciate that, and and they like 
and, and appreciate our, our mission, you know. So our goal this past year is, is spreading our mission outside of Lafourche Parish or more north north Lafourche in, in the Thibodeau area, getting in Terrebonne Parish and just, you know, sp- slowly spreading our word, you know. Corey, I, I know I've joked with you about this in the past, but, you know, you guys have always had some sort of issue, you know, the first year storms moving the dates and COVID and Ida, and, you know, you guys were contemplating maybe doing the rodeo down the bayou last year, and, you know, maybe we're concerned about Grand Isle, but ended up going there. I'm knocking on wood. I don't see any, like, type of hiccup. Like, this should be, now again, I'm knocking on wood, the most normal planning and anticipation for the event that y'all maybe ever had. Yeah, we actually spoke about that last week at our, our committee meeting, and and um, and you know it's become more uh, uh, routine now. The planning, hopefully, and uh, and and a lot a lot smoother. So, I mean, if we get blessed with good weather like we we have been having, then then it's going to be a great event. You know, no doubt about that. Uh, if I had to guess, and I'm not asking you guys to give away any secrets, because I know things maybe aren't all the way finalized. Bingo and mimosas are coming back, bro. I know you guys said that was a big hit. I I think um, if we didn't bring it back, we'd all be in trouble. <laughs> uh, the bingo and mimosas last year was a uh, <laughs> it was a shock as far as uh, the the number of people that showed up. Um, so we have already uh, began to secure more tables and chairs than we did last year for bingos and mimosas. So uh, it was it was a good a good outing for to kick off the morning of, of our Saturday. And, uh, and we, we definitely went through a lot of mimosas. <laughs> Very well said, my man. Look, dude, um, it, it's so wonderful. And I've said this often and I've said this to you and I've said this to others, like for this to already be such a big community event and it's such still in its infancy, like you guys are going and running alongside rodeos that have been in, in operation for decades. And this is still in its infancy. And it's already grown so much, in my opinion, as the biggest rodeo of the summer. Dude, that's just amazing. Like, the, the, the support surround you guys and behind you guys is is amazing. Absolutely incredible. Yeah, I mean, we feel blessed. I mean, I, you know, as you know, we try and make this a kid-friendly kid event because it's all about the kids and you know, from us giving out free swimming lessons to the, to the life jacket program we have, um, I think people see that it's not just a, a regular rodeo. It, it's raising money for a cause, for a pur- purpose. And, um, you know, to allude on that, you know, our, our rodeo is in July, right? But um, coming up in March, we partnered up with the Upside Downs program that have, has their uh, Down Syndrome bash in Thibodeau on, on March 18th. And we'll be there again, handing out live jackets to uh, the kids at that event. Last year we did 191 live jackets at their first ever event in Thibodeau. I believe it's a jambalaya kickoff and a 5K. So we're trying to get a, um, you know, out, outside of Grand Isle and wherever we can to help help save lives if we can, you know. Yeah, no doubt about that, my friend. Well, look, we thank you so much for the time. Look forward to maybe seeing you on the baseball diamond here pretty soon. Looking forward to getting out some some high school baseball partner. You take care of yourself. You have a wonderful weekend and a great day, okay? Thank you, Keith. Yep, that is Corey A. Bear with the Blue Boot Rodeo, which is coming up in July. I wanted to have them on to give their new dates and give a rundown of everything that they're going to be doing. It's play-by-play on KLEB. Speaking of baseball diamonds, let's catch a break. When we get back, we're going to Chandler Gitros in the next segment of the show.
Uh, then we've got at noon, we've got to talk about just like some of the best middle school basketball games that I've ever seen in my entire life last night. Um, we'll also talk some high school 1215. We've got Damien coming on golden medal middle school. He was part of that middle school show yesterday. Um, fun show weekend predictions. We got, we got a lot planned. Let's get a break. When we get back, we'll go to Chandler here on play by play. The French connection, the all new raging Cajun 102.7 FM. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Do you have a pest control problem? Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. If you have a pest control problem, Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand-related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. Following a natural disaster, it is imperative that insurance companies respond quickly for our communities to begin to rebuild. Louisiana law requires prompt adjustment of claims as well as payment following a storm. If your insurance company failed to pay your claim within 30 days following inspection of your property, please call us at AMO Trial Lawyers, 985-446-3333. That's 985-446-3333. You may have an additional claim for recovery. AMO Trowlers. At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. 
Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. Casey Justclair here. Boy, the phone lines are busy. We had Corey A. Bear in the first segment of the show. Now we go straight into our second calling guest of the show. That is South Lafouche baseball coach, Coach Chandler Guitros, who's on the line now. Coach, good morning, man. How are you? Hey, good morning, man. Doing great, and y'all? Doing fine, bro. Um, you guys last weekend were at it, uh, taking on Assumption over at an umpire scrimmage. I understand the score was, I, I don't know the score, but I think it was tie, like maybe 7-7 seven to seven or something like that. So, a uh, good opportunity to get some work against a quality opponent and didn't necessarily look out of place against a quality opponent, which is good to see. You guys played well. Yeah, we uh, we started out kind of sluggish, man. They're a really, really good team. I mean, people uh, who remember that team they had last year, they, they really only lost two, or uh, I believe it was just two really key pieces to that lineup. I expect them to be one of the best teams in 4A and really be uh, be looking at it at the end to, uh, to be a team that could represent in the 4A, uh, you know, in Sulphur. Uh, but we uh, we came out, kind of took a couple of blows early and, uh, you know, competed well. And uh, just from last week, the main points that we wanted to, uh, to stress was throwing strikes, and all of our guys did that. You know, we didn't walk the park, and that's what allowed us to stay in it. Um, offensively, we did limit strikeouts. Um, we had our uh, our ten hole just an extra wheel batting had two of them and then the rest of the lineup had two throughout it so uh, four strikeouts uh, throughout six innings which isn't terrible for uh, you know opening uh, scrimmage uh, one thing I was a little disappointed when we had some uh, some killer uh, errors early on in the game that uh, just uncharacteristic but at the same time we were only four days of practice in so it's uh, it's all stuff to build on and we know we need to work on. You know, that, that's the next question I was going to ask. I'm glad you said it that way. It, was, it segues perfectly. You know, sometimes in a scrimmage or a jamboree, a coach leaves realizing, like, we're not fast enough or we're not tall enough or it's something that can't be fixed. From what it sounds like, you guys are leaving your scrimmage knowing, yeah, we made some mistakes, but it is all correctable errors, right? Yep. Um, I was uh, really – pleased with the lack of mental errors a lot of it was physical errors and that's easy to correct just with reps you know and uh just getting so many guys in live game situations a lot of these guys hadn't played at that level and you know the jv level and the varsity level it's a much different speed to the game there's a lot more that goes into it uh mentally you have to be sharp every single pitch so uh you know there's no plays that you could take off like maybe you can at some of the younger levels so uh, we're going to go through a little bit of a learning curve uh, with those guys and uh, seeing who could do what well, who could handle it. Uh, but definitely, uh, you know, I was thankful for the opportunity uh, just to see exactly where those holes are and what we got to do to fix them. On the mound, who are some guys that you were impressed with? I know from what I was reading and hearing, it looked like Sanimo maybe pitched pretty well for you all. Who are some other guys that maybe pitched well that you would like to shout out? Uh, Mason Buzigard, who I think is going to be a very good one for us. Uh, you know, I felt for him. Second pitch uh, of the year, we just kind of leave one over, and guy bangs it for a home run, and he, he just laughed on the mound like, yeah, man, this is the way I wanted to start my senior year. <laughs> but then he comes back out and totally shuts him down. Mason's going to be a great uh, arm for us. I'm really excited to see what he does this year. I think he has all district-type potential. Um, Cooper Worley came in, really filled up the strike zone, got hit a little bit. Uh, but once again, tough lineup, uh, first varsity action, so that's uh, a little good with it. Uh, Jacob Pierce and uh, Brock Johnson came in, pitched the third and the fourth, did well. Max Vedros, who is a guy that, uh, you know, going into it, he is a guy, we, we tell our kids, you have to earn innings on the mound by what you do in practice. 
And he wasn't a guy that we were maybe looking at before the season started as a pitcher because he's been going through some arm issues the last couple of years. Didn't really pitch a whole lot to JV. But he's been filling up the strike zone. We gave him an opportunity. He did it again. And uh, was able to put up a zero on the scoreboard in the inning that he pitched. And then Luke Sanimo came in and did really well uh, just throwing strikes. You know, that, that's what those guys got to do for us. Uh, so all in all, we gave everybody an inning. And, uh, you know, my biggest thing, I didn't want to see anybody walk in the park. And we didn't do that. Uh, so very proud of the way the guys competed. We got to find more of them, though, because you're not going to uh, win very many games with only six guys. Yeah, yeah, good stuff, man. Um, offensively, scored some runs against a good pitching staff. Who were some guys that got some knocks and maybe some RBIs for you? Yeah, started off a little slow at the plate. Uh, I think we went three up, three down our first uh, two innings, actually. Uh, but once we kind of settled in, got back up to game speed, Jack Liday hit one off the top of the wall, who's a, a sophomore, uh, who I think is going to be a very good hitter for us. Uh, Tyler Sanders had a two-hit day. Uh, I know Eduardo Galicia uh, had a hit later on. Sanimo had one, and uh, at the seventh inning, little uh, little JP, Jacob Pierce, was able to uh, to get one that allowed us to tie the game at the end. So uh, I think it was six or seven hits sprinkled throughout a six-inning game, which early on, you you know, you take that. You know, uh, pitching should be ahead of hitting right now, so I was definitely pleased with our approach at the plate. I think we did a good job of swinging at strikes, taking pitches. We, uh, we were actually able to walk ten times in the game, um, but that's because we weren't swinging at bad pitches. You know, so uh, kudos to our guys there. That's that's who we have to be. If, if they're going to walk you, we got to be able to take a pitch six inches off the black and you know walk the first base. So uh, definitely good to see that we uh, you know have that good eye early on. Mentioned now a couple of times, Jacob Pierce, the younger brother of of uh, Josh Pierce. Um, he's not a big kid, but boy, what I know about that family and you know that kid specifically going to be a dude that's going to compete. You know, I know he's still young, but it feels like it's going to be just a gritty, gutsy performer for your team for a long time. Yeah, we always joked with all their kids that, uh, you know, they got to fight for a Pop-Tart at breakfast that they want to eat in the morning, you know. Uh, but, look, he's uh, he's got that same kind of mold that, uh, that Josh did, just a competitor. He's fiery. He has fantastic baseball instinct. He actually reminds me, like like a Josh, but a little bit more like a Duke Sheremy as well, just seeing the game, knowing the game, knowing what has to be done, where I have to be here, and just figuring it out. So, that uh, you know, that's the two players uh, that I could, uh, I guess, compare them to at that age. Definitely not the level of athlete those guys were yet, but uh, I really like what I see in him, and I think he has a lot of potential to be a good one for us for the next three years. You guys are off over the weekend, but are back at it on Monday. Give us a rundown of what you're doing on Monday and then also some things that you're expecting to see from your team on Monday. Yeah, we're going to go with a a little bit of a light day uh, today, and we're going to bring them in for an inter-squad scrimmage uh, tomorrow off of our pitching machine. So uh, if anybody wants to come uh, take a look, we'll we'll be there in the morning, but it's going to be just – you know, in a squad hitting off the machine, and uh, it's going to be open to the public at about 10 o'clock. Uh, if anybody wants to come, just check us out for a little bit. Uh, Monday, we head to HL Bourgeois. That game was originally scheduled for a home game, but uh, they had to push back some of the dates with the field repair. So that game's going to be at HL Bourgeois at 3.30. And really, it's uh, what we're looking forward to is just how we progress. Uh, you know, we had four errors in the last game. I'd like to cut that in half this week play uh six inning game at least cut it in half because uh you know that's the only way we're going to win games with good pitching and defense because we're not going to be a team to score 10 every game uh at the plate i'd like to you know keep on with the momentum that we've had uh just limiting strikeouts and on the mound same thing i mean we're just trying to pound the strike zone and uh let hitters get themselves out 
trying to think of the right way to ask this. Um, you know, pressure probably isn't the right word, but do you feel like, I guess maybe more responsibility, I guess is maybe the right word, more responsibility this year in that like you are going to have to make a lot more of the decisions that help guide the team. And I'm not trying to say that you didn't do any of that stuff last year, but what I mean is that last year's team had the ability with one swing to just, you know, score three. This year's team's going to be a little bit different. You're going to have to maybe choose to bunt or, you know, steal or hit and run. Like, a lot more of the things that are going to be coming from the dugout are going to be what's going to be manufacturing the runs. Do you feel, I guess pressure is the word I'll use. I don't think it's the right word. I don't know the right word of, you know, hey, I got to make the right decisions this year, maybe more than any other time in my career here. Yep, and uh, look, uh, no, you're exactly right. Last year there were situations where there's stuff that I wanted to do, and it's like, man, don't take the bat out of this guy's hand. And uh, some certain times that we did it, uh, you know, uh, remember Darren in that uh, quarterfinal game that knocked us out. We had runners at the corners, and we uh, squeezed with him and got that extra run in to make it 2 to nothing instead of letting him swing. So last year it was more of uh, the pressure of not trying to do too much. This year I think for our coaching staff it's just I have to definitely create a lot more chaos on the base patch. When we get runners on, we get a runner to second base, with no outs, he has to score. We get a runner to third with less than two, he has to score. That's just uh, how it has to be. Uh, so it's definitely on us to kind of create that chaos, put the pressure on defense, and, uh, and the boys just got to execute. No doubt, man. Look, uh, I'm going to be chatting with Damian about wrestling here in a minute. So I'm going to ask you, did you watch the Royal Rumble, dude? No, I didn't uh, I didn't catch a lot. I saw some highlights. It looked like a good show. Go back when you get a chance, bro. As a guy who likes wrestling and uh, – and, just go watch the last 20 minutes. Go watch Roman and, and, and uh, KO and watch the last 20 minutes. Do yourself a favor. It was unbelievable, bro. Absolutely will do. Sounds like a winner. Thanks so much for the time. Have a great rest of the day and a wonderful weekend, bro. All right, Casey. I'll have a great one, man. You too. That is Coach Chandler Guitros with South Lafouche Baseball doing an excellent job. Let's catch a break. When we get back out of the break, we are going to um, – Talk about just the, the craziness of the last 24 hours, man. Coach and I were blessed to be at the call of some unbelievable action yesterday. And I know you guys, oh, why do y'all do middle school? Who cares about middle school? Last night was a glowing endorsement of why we do middle school, why we're going to continue to do middle school. That was maybe the wildest environment I have ever called a game in. Some of the most drama that I've ever seen in the gym before. Last night was why we do what we do, and we're going to talk about that and a couple of other things in the next segment. It's play-by-play on KLEB. Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacy staff are trained in finding the lowest cost available on your medication. Stop by with your prescriptions or medicine bottles and let one of us review your options with you. With two convenient locations to serve you, we're located in Rouse's Supermarket, Highway 3235 in La Rose, or at Lady of the Sea Medical Clinic in Cutoff. Our staff available Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. We treat you like family at Lady of the Sea. Does your vehicle need servicing and you don't want to drive too far? Calvin Braxton Ford Service Department in Lockport is offering these specials until further notice. Get a diesel oil change for $159.95 or a gas-only oil change for $49.95. Up to five quarts. Calvin Braxton Ford. 5978 LE1 in Lockport. Big town inventory, small town prices. 
It's Mardi Gras time, and Joe's Septic Contractors would like to let everyone know that there is still time to call in your orders for portable toilets and hand wash stations. You can order two, three, six, ten, and eighteen stall restroom trailers from everyone at Joe's Septic Contractors. Have a happy and safe Mardi Gras. Call 985-632-5592 or visit joeseptic.com. It's Mike to tell you for Neal Small Engine Incorporated. Listen up. That's what we did at Gravely. We listened to lawn professionals. Then we brought the professional performance home. Gravely residential zero-turn mowers show the neighborhood that you mean business. Zero turns that are as tough as nails operate a comfort beyond compare. We've had 100 years of professional advice to perfect cutting performance. Just drop the deck, put the neighbors on notice. Gravely, driven from within. At Neal Small Engine Incorporated. Locations in Homa, LaRoe, and Thibodeau. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus the River Parishes, too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe. Effective guaranteed. Want to become a certified babysitter? Terrebonne General Health System is excited to offer super sitter classes. Participants will learn first aid and CPR along with safety, business, and basic child care skills. Classes are for ages 11 to 15 and will be held at Terrebonne General. Upon completion of the program, students will receive a two-year American Red Cross Babysitter CPR first aid certification. Our summer sessions are about to kick off. For class schedules and prices or to register, call 985-850-6204 or visit tghealthsystem.com. Tomorrow, we're at A to for the Sports Corner from 10 to 12. Casey Jesclair here. Hope that you guys are enjoying your days. Man, <laughs> sometimes in this job, you go into stuff knowing, yeah, that one's not really one I'm all that excited about. Sometimes you go into it knowing. Yeah, this team's going to win that game. That team's going to win another game. Like, you have a really good idea of what's going to happen, and it kind of becomes monotonous. Like, I could tell you. Monday, I went to Golden Medal in Sixth Ward. I knew the Golden Medal girls were going to win by a million. Like, I just knew. I've seen both teams play. You just knew. I went to HL Bourgeois and Riverside on Wednesday. I just knew HL Bourgeois is going to win by about, oh, 15, 20 points. Guess what? They won by, oh, about 15 or 20 points. So there is a small part of this job that becomes monotonous and breaking through the monotony. And when that happens, it's magic. Last night, the LCO and Golden Meadow games 
were two of the funnest middle school games that I'd ever seen in my life. One of the two games, the girls game, was one of the best games, period, that I have ever seen in my entire life. And we get axed often. Now, why do y'all, why do y'all do middle school? There are some folks who really think that, like they, they were just wasting our time. Why do we do middle school? Last night is why we do middle school. It was a sold-out gym in the tank last night. Sold out. The gym fits 1,000. They must add 1,100. Every seat was full. There were people lined up around the walls. The fire marshal come there, would have probably shut us down. I'm kidding when I say that. Please don't shoot me texts saying that the school violated fire marshal codes. I'm, I'm joking. I'm being sarcastic. But the gym was sold out. Full to the brim. The stakes were high. In the girls game, the winner decided the Paris championship chase. The kids competed like hell. Golden Meadow fell behind early, battled back, and through three quarters, the game was tied. In the fourth quarter, it looks like Golden Meadow's getting a little bit of an edge. Then their best player and the best player in the parish. Caden Dardar goes down with an injury. That caused Golden Meadow to change their defensive possession or defensive um, uh, defensive alignment for one possession. LCO made a three-pointer, took advantage of a hole in the floor in that new zone alignment in that one possession. Huge swing in the game. Dardar comes back in. She makes some free throws late. Golden Meadow's up by one point with 30 seconds to play. And Leighton Fullove makes a shot, an 18-footer in the corner that sent the crowd into an absolute frenzy. I'm not meaning to brag on myself because what happened last night isn't about me. It's about the kids on the floor. It's about the schools that are representing our community beautifully. But it is an aha moment to all of the haters and to all the people and to all the other, frankly, news media organizations in our area who stick their nose up in the air and say, we don't cover middle school sports. Last night was a glowing endorsement that you are wrong in having that stance. There were 1,000 people in the gym last night. There were hundreds others hundreds of others listening on the radio there were hundreds of others watching the game on facebook i know because i see the numbers i own the damn company that broadcasts the games on facebook so if there's ever an event in the community that is drawing that much attention and has that much much interest and you decide not to be part of that that's irresponsible those kids deserve better. Last night, we saw a Herculean effort from Caden Dardar. We saw incredible play from Alexa Rogers and from you know, Full of Love, just showing guts, making a huge shot. Cammy Peak, Golden Meadow, Adeline Lafar, Golden Meadow, Courtney Dewey for LCO, Bailey Lede, LCO, Caroline Hemel, LCO. Those kids left it all out on the floor for a game and a situation with the stakes so high that I guarantee you they're going to remember that night, last night, for the rest of their lives. 
You know how I know that they're going to remember that night for the rest of their lives? Because when I was in ninth grade in 2001, which is now 22 years ago, I was a golden medal line. We played LCO the last game of the year at South Lafouche just like last night. We lost on the buzzer. Brad Nucci Adams made a layup on the buzzer to beat us. And guess what we still talk about when we get together as friends? We still talk about that night. 22 years ago, magic happened. Last night, magic happened. That's why we do middle school. That's why middle school athletics are so fun. It's representing the next generation and letting the next generation know your efforts are appreciated. To the Golden Medal Lady Lions, my God, please don't hang your heads. You had such an unbelievable season. You made so many people in this community so damn proud, including the person uh, right behind this microphone. So damn proud of y'all for what y'all did. Y'all were underdogs from the beginning of the season, fought some of the Goliaths of the parish, some teams that had more depth than you, more size than you, and hell, I, don't take this the wrong way, maybe even a little bit more talent and experience than you, and you never blinked. You never blinked. You never showed even an inch of weakness. Please don't hang your head. It's okay to be disappointed that you didn't win the game, but please don't hang your head because no, you made your community extremely proud of you. Extremely proud of you. And to LCO, for the second straight year, you win the Paris Championship on the girls' side of things. That's a remarkable feat. That's a remarkable feat. And you know what is so impressive about what LCO is doing? is the fact that if they would split their team up into two teams, <laughs> they would have a chance to finish maybe first and second. Their reserves are just as good as their starters. The young players coming off the bench and look incredibly gifted. Their future is bright. Very rarely do you have an opportunity to say a team that wins a championship with a bunch of eighth graders is still going to be the favorites next year because they've got so many returnees. But that's where LCO is. Last night was a victory for the whole South Lafouche community. Yeah, LCO won, and that's awesome. So happy for the school. So happy for the people there. They've got great coaches. Coach Keegan Pokey, as athletic director, has done an unbelievable job lifting the athletic spirit of that school, lifting the school pride of that school. But the biggest winners last night were not LCO. It was not. And they, they win the Parish Championship. They win the boys game, finish Parish runners up. The biggest winners last night were our community and South Lafouche High School because Brian and I were saying throughout the broadcast last night, all this is coming here? Like this talent that we're seeing in the girls' game and this talent that we're seeing in the boys' game, all that's coming here? It's a treasure trove what's about ready to come to South Lafouche. You mix those golden medal girls with those LCO girls, you got one hell of a team. You mix those golden medal boys with those LCO boys, you got one hell of a team. The two biggest winners last night were Brody Williams and Darian Jenkins because they are inheriting a lot of talent, a lot of players who are competitors. Competitors. Those LCO guys compete. Every time golden medal threw a haymaker at them, LCO came back and delivered another haymaker right back. Those golden medal guys don't back down. Got dudes that are, you know, talking trash to people in the crowd at times for a golden medal. Like they're they compete, man. They don't back down. They're not scared of nothing. They're not scared of nothing. And that's gonna pay dividends. That was awesome. Awesome theater last night. Go back. The games are still on Facebook. Go back and watch the last two quarters of that girls' game. 
It'll take you 30 minutes of your time. Incredible theater. Was so damn proud of the kids on both sides, man. So proud. And then on top of that, you got East Thibodeau and West Thibodeau locking up for the last time ever last night. You get West getting a win on the girls' side. You get East getting a win on the boys' side. So proud of those kids, man. Look, Raceland, boys, winning the Paris Championship. Congratulations to those dudes, man. That's a hell of an accomplishment. Go undefeated in Paris? That's amazing, man. That's amazing. And I'm sorry that I'm the only one and that my news organizations that I represent are the only ones that want to recognize that. I'm sorry for that. That that should be shouted from the rooftops. It's disheartening today that I'm the only person in the local media that's talking about this, that I'm the only one writing about it, that Coach Collie and I and the Gisclair family and Costa Broadcasting, and like that we're the only ones that are acknowledging that it happened because it was such a big community event. It should be blown out everywhere. It should be all over the place. I'm sorry that it's not that way because that was amazing, and this entire middle school season was amazing. To the Raceland boys, congratulations, man. You guys are awesome. You guys are awesome. Roll through the competition. Go to Central Lafouche and keep kicking ass, man. You're making everybody proud. You guys are some good kids. Obviously, you've dedicated hours to your craft or else you wouldn't be where you are. To the LCO girls, congratulations. Keep up the good work, man. Go try to win it for a third straight year. For Golden Meadow, as I said earlier, don't hang your heads. And I don't want to forget about the Lockport girls either. Um, That's awesome. Keep working. If you're a parent and you want your kids to be part of something, get them in sports, man. Get them in bitty. Get them, you know, this is where this all starts. Get your kids involved and great things happen. It was magic last night. And I just don't know what else to say about it at this point. No, I'm rambling. But let's catch a break when we get back. We'll continue that train of thought rolling. We'll have Damien St. Pierre on the line. It's play by play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to KLEB. 1600 AM and K274DE 102.7 FM Golden Meadow. The French Connection, the all-new Ragin' Cajun, 102.7 FM. The French Connection, the all-new Ragin' Cajun, 102.7 FM. Does your vehicle need servicing and you don't want to drive too far? Calvin Braxton Ford Service Department in Lockport is offering these specials until further notice. Get a diesel oil change for $159.95 or a gas-only oil change for $49.95, up to 5 quarts. Calvin Braxton Ford, 5978 LE1 in Lockport. Big town inventory, small town prices. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafouche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. 
It's Mike to tell you for Neal Small Engine Incorporated. Listen up. That's what we did at Gravely. We listened to lawn professionals. Then we brought the professional performance home. Gravely residential zero-turn mowers show the neighborhood that you mean business. Zero turns that are as tough as nails operate a comfort beyond compare. We've had 100 years of professional advice to perfect cutting performance. Just drop the deck, put the neighbors on notice. Gravely, driven from within. At Neal Small Engine Incorporated. Locations in Homa, LaRoe, Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control, safe, effective, Guaranteed. At Riley John's Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley John's Blue Boot Foundation. You know, it probably fits that this is the song that plays uh, because something tells me there are about to be some pipe bombs that will be dropped here in the next 15 to 20 or so minutes. We go to Golden Meadow Middle School now, and we have their boys and girls basketball coach, Coach Damian St. Pierre on the line. Coach D, good afternoon. What's good, bro? Oh, Casey, sorry. I didn't hear you. I was uh, busy letting up two points before the half started. My team was still in the locker room. (laughs) There you go. Uh, off to a good start, uh, brother. Your, t- <laughs> your boys and girls. Hey, look, I'm joking. I'm joking. That was not a huge deal. I'm joking. Relax. It's okay. No, I, I got you, man. I completely understand. We're we're off to a great start. Uh, in the last segment of the show, I was detailing how magical last night was. And look, I know that you guys are disappointed to have lost, but I also know that you understand basketball well enough to know how magical last night was i said it in the last segment let's start with the girls ain't no way your girls should be hanging their heads right now disappointed that you lost sure ain't no way they should be hanging their heads bro they played their butts off gave everything they had won a lot of fans up the bye and down the bye and did the entire golden medal community proud bro they played their tails off absolutely 100 percent correct on that we talked all week about not having one game to find your season and that we won't, we are going into last night, no matter win or lose, that we were going to be successful. But we also talked about how we were going to be able to sleep on Thursday night. If we were going to be able to lay our head on the pillow and say, hey, we did just enough or, or, or we didn't do enough and I can't sleep because I know I could have done a little bit more and I'm regretting that I didn't do a little bit more. There's no girl and there's no coach, there's no parent on that team that went to bed last night having any regrets about the way they played last night. Everybody went to sleep the way that that, that was intended. They were Most of them, like the girls that got on the court, probably passed out from, from giving so much effort is what, is what I'm getting at. 
Um, unbelievable season by those girls. You know, we, we kind of came out of nowhere. First couple practices, I saw we, we had something brewing. Um, and, you know, I tried not to say too much because I, I, I didn't want to get my hopes up. But, you know, coaching for 17, 18 years that I've been in the game now, you, you kind of know after the, those first couple practices what, what's gonna, what it's going to be. And tremendous season. Hats off to, to La Rose. Great season. You're only winning, uh, you're winning 23 games, 22 games, whatever that may be. And um, we gave them everything they wanted. Great shot by Leighton Full Love in the corner with X amount of time left. And, you know, we had a couple looks, a couple good looks. I think one of them was halfway in, rolled out. And I think there was some, the crowd already started celebrating that they thought the shot was going in. I think that would have, that would have clinched it for us. Um, you know, hats off to every, every single girl in their roster. Awesome night for our community. Uh, I got some numbers, 731 tickets sold, not to count the folks that got in, you know, coaches, administra- administrators, teachers, whatnot. That place was packed. It was loud. And what a return. I, I know South Lapouche has, has held some games there, but, um, you know, w- what a return for middle school sports in at South Lapouche. That was a great night. Bro, um Dardar was was Herculean last night, man. She was doing some next level stuff. She was scoring. She was initiating, creating with you know her passing, playing on one leg, making big clutch free throws late. And I saw and and man, boy, it gives me goosebumps. I'm tearing up even talking about it. When she had to go out of the game, she was devastated and like to the point to where Mandy Martin on the bench was like trying to hey like you know hey stay with it, stay with it. Uh, but you could see how much she wanted it. And after the game, I was compelled. Like, I named her by you baller right after the game, just seeing that. You guys have seen it all year. I know you got a great team, but you got a great player at the top of that great team. She is an amazing player. And, you know, that's, that's exactly what I was going to say. It, it's been like that all season. You know, just everybody got to see it last night. And it, she went down one of our first – our first game of the season, actually we played Grand Island home, and she went down. They had a girl that got tied up, and they both went to the ground and – you know, we, we went and played Lockport without her. And Lockport, I mean, they, they took it to us. And she's our leader. Um, you know, as far as she went, we went and you saw last night. Uh, as soon as we sub far, we had to switch defenses. And, and we gave up something that we talked about that we didn't want to give up, a top of the key three-pointer, something that we limited the rest of the, the entire time that she was in the game. Um, it was really the only outside shot they hit all night because we had to rotate because she – we had to switch defense because she wasn't in the game. She's a heart and soul. Um, you know, no knock to anybody else on the team, but um, she's she's fantastic and a great kid, a leader. And I can tell you a quick story. Um, one of the, the first week, I'm gonna tell you why why this team was so successful is because we discipline ourselves. And I talked about this before. Um, we talked about being able to tell the truth and being accountable for each other, not for ourselves and each other. We had a kid didn't get a lot of time. Had um, you know typical. 13, 14-year-old girl issues, right? Um, maybe saying a little bit too much about the team and, and whatever. Maybe about a kid. And Caden was the first kid in my coaching career. I said, Coach, can I have five minutes with the team? And I was like, absolutely. I mean, do you want me around? She said, it doesn't matter. And, you know, she, she turned around. She said, look, Coach D said at the beginning of the season, we have family. And families don't do this to each other. And self-discipline. After that, it was just a, a – like there was, we never had a, a, another issue outside of basketball. Again, it's just things that are big in basketball for certain kids. And you know, credit to her for being a leader, being a, a tremendous athlete. And she's, I mean, outside of basketball, she's she's going to be, you know, she'll be successful in anything that she chooses to do in life. 
Your boys last night start the game strong, get out to an early lead. LCO kind of chips away, then overtakes you all. Man, you were running with them stride for stride. The one thing that you guys didn't necessarily have was that big size in the middle. Santa Monica gets 12, Georgia gets 22. Those are 44 points that pretty much comprise all of their scoring. Uh, talk about the challenges that you face, but also how hard you guys competed. You know, you learn as you go as a coach. And I told Mr. Melisson, um yesterday morning, I was like, man, like I grew as a coach. And one of the things was not to, one of the things was specifically with my boys team, don't overcoach. And kind of a just just the way last week worked out, or not on Monday, whenever you know, we're down we're down thirty one sixteen uh to a team that's running every possible set that you could possibly run in a basketball game against us, changes defenses, keeping us on our toes. I realized, you know, we're not really a uh a, a fundamentally a true fundamentally sound basketball team we got a ton of athletes that can play basketball uh maybe it took me all season to figure that out not to overcoach and last night we rolled the ball out i said guys this is last time they they took it to us because and that in the lco tournament they took it to us because they had more energy i said tonight if we match that energy and we and we play the way that we know how to play we're gonna be all right and uh, we i just kind of let them loose last night and they had some you know i put on the board in the locker room for both teams um, you know the, the game's big; it is, and you, you can't deny that with the amount of people that showed up and watching it. But the thing I had on the board was have fun. And last night, you know, I, I did the same. I, I changed as a coach and, and just let these kids play, have fun, tune them up a little bit every once in a while, make sure they're not out of hand, and put them in some some spots to be successful. And last night, I let my boys go. I let them have fun. I let them make greatest role. Uh, they competed. Um, you know. I, the score was 40 to 35 in, in my five point game. Uh, you know, to a team that's running up in Paris. And, you know, we were, we were happy with the way we played. We were happy with our effort. A couple more shots down the stretch, you know, and we make it, and we make it a, you know, we make a, a better ball game, a closer ball game. But we fought to the end. That, and that's, 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 that's my team. That's the boys team. They will fight you. They will let you know about it. Probably too much. And, um, that's, Let's go to meta basketball right now, and that's that's the way that that we're going to play. We're going to be tough, and we're not going to be that easy out. You're going to have to bring in lunch pail from here on out. Before we start talking about other things, what happened at halftime? What were you told? Obviously, you know they get two free points. You guys didn't come out of the lockers. My thing is, while there was never a buzzer that sounded to let you guys know to come out of the lockers, what what happened? What was the explanation that you got? So the explanation that I got, and I'm going to be real, the explanation I got was. I got an apology, which didn't count for two points to get back, which could have meant, you know, late game situations. But you know, the funny part about it is, when I walked in, I saw some one of the LCO Joby shared me Bailey uh, Bailey Bailey's dad, uh, whatever. I don't know how to put that. They got a great family, by the way. They awesome, but they all together. So Joby shared me came. Uh, he's an LCO parent. Let's go to that. And he said, Coach, they're about to play. So we we quickly ran out saw the tail end of a score i'm like bro really, like is this really happening like are we are we trying to move the game that that quick just to go home what are we doing you know and the coolest part about it is i see it you know they're huddling at half court and i'm going to talk to bo george's about what happened i said bo what happened and you know my team's around and the lco boys around they're all close you know they're, they're all friends and we're all talking he said but i said bo you scored he said yeah i said he said, I was about to try to dunk it. I said, dude, you should have. If you were by yourself, you should have tried to dunk that. I said, you would have got the rebound anyway and put it back up. He said, man, I wouldn't do it. I wanted to get the points. And then I walked back, and I got an apology, and I got an apology for the rest of the night. And I, 
I don't know. I, I really don't know. You know, they, they, they put the ball in play. My team wasn't there. I, they claim that they didn't see my team wasn't there, but I take that for what it's worth. I got gotcha. you. Let, let's talk some bitty basketball. You guys are hosting a tournament this weekend. Is it possible to represent South Lafouche uh, bitty basketball being from Grand Isle? <laughs> we actually have some players in our organization at South Lafouche bitty basketball from Grand Isle, and they represent Grand Isle and South Lafouche beautifully. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about the tournament this weekend, all kidding aside. Yeah, so we got uh, 10 new boys, 10 new girls. We got teams from uh, Central Lafouche Bitty, Thibodeau Bitty, Madisonville, Pelican Park, uh, St. Bernard, West Bank, uh, Jefferson Parish West Bank teams coming in. Uh, on Sunday at the cutoff youth center, we're going to have the boys. I think there's nine teams total on the boys' side that, that are going to compete. Racket play on Saturday, uh, tournament bracket, uh, excuse me, pool play on Saturday, tournament bracket play on Sunday. And then on uh, Sunday, uh, also, we have six girls' teams come from, from some of the same organizations. And a one-day, three-game minimum tournament. Come out and see these young folks. That's the next generation. You know, we, we packed the place on uh, last night at, at South Lafouche High School. And, it, it, you know, these kids deserve uh, maybe not exactly the same thing. They're not ready at that level yet, but they deserve the support as well. And, they're, they're you know, like I said, they're the next generation that's coming up. D, let's talk about this, bro. Last Friday we had you on. We were talking about the, how the Pelicans were in a skid. They ain't won a game since. They're now the 10 seed, and there are a lot of whispers that there's now internal issues and problems in the locker room. And, bro, I, I was half kidding a month ago when they started this slide when I said, oh, they might not even make the playoffs at all. Now it's not an exaggeration anymore. Zion needs to come back. And Zion needs to not get hurt again at all the rest of the year if this team wants to have a chance. But that's a big gamble because all he's ever done is gotten hurt. Bro, this team looks like they're skidding down the mountain here pretty quickly. Yeah, we've gone from uh, we've gone from first to worst pretty quick. All my my Pelican fan buddies keep telling me, "Man, just wait till Zion comes back. Just wait till Zion comes back." Man, I've been hearing that for three years. It gets old quick. We talked about the contract. Give me give me something before I give you that cash not happening not it's not looking good in new orleans um i'm hearing now from from my pelicans guy that man bi is not the answer he's he's not what he used to be and this and that it's a, it's a breakdown in new orleans right now and Zion, uh what's what's his return i mean that that's always a a funny a funny date to put What's his return date? Yeah, you know, they said they would reevaluate him in two weeks uh i mean i, I don't know but look dude here's the thing if, if Zion wasn't fully sold on New Orleans, and I'm not sure that he ever was, and I know that you could say, oh, bro, he signed an extension. Well, New Orleans could offer him way more money than anybody else could. But if you're Zion Williamson's people and you're looking at this and you're seeing, hey, every game that I sit out, we're going to just lose, that's a lot of pressure, man. Like, James Harden don't play every game for Philly. You know, Kevin Durant don't play every game for Brooklyn. You know, Jokic don't play every game for Denver. This is the era of load management. It shouldn't just automatically be a loss when you're not in the lineup. They've lost 10 in a row. McCase, you're talking about guys that are established stars that get that, that yep. get to do that. Zion, again, he was he, he is what he, he, he was what he was in college, came over to the pro, showed glimpses, glimpses of being in, on that level. But being on that level, being able to be on that level and being at that level consistently – Way, two way different things. 
Zion has not proven anything to me. He may have proven something to, to Pelicans fans. He hasn't proven anything to me until he can compete at that level consistently without something on his body breaking down and him being out for seven months at a time. That's just not how that, – that's, that's Grant Hill type of stuff. You know, gr- great player when he's, when he's available, but he's never available. So what does that turn into? Not, not good for the Pelicans right now, and we're, they're going to have to get it together if, uh, if they want to make any type of run at the, at the bottom of that playoff run. So the New Orleans Saints were, are going through their offseason evaluations this week, and apparently somewhere along the line, Dennis Allen decided this week that their defense was broken because he fired his defensive coordinator, Chris Richard, after Ryan Nielsen left and went to the Atlanta Falcons. But yet they didn't make any changes to their offense, which was absolutely awful. Um, I don't get it. I, I don't understand what's happening. I don't understand what's going on. If I were making a list of 100 things broken with the Saints, there wouldn't be a whole lot of things on that list that would involve defense at all. So to fire your defensive coordinator, um, I don't understand, bro. It just feels like they're they're just making things up as they go at this point. I, I thought, didn't Dennis Allen call the defense? Yeah. Or, or am I wrong? Yeah, from what I understand, yeah. So there had to have some type of falling out. <laughs> I know there was a co-defensive coordinator deal, and I know they got a new co-defensive coordinator. But like you said, that's the one thing that wasn't really wasn't really the issue. You know, they specifically just the 49er game held held them to a couple scores, and that that team ended up playing in the NFC Championship, and uh, that that's they're fixing stuff that's not broken. And on the other end, you got. Big time issues on the on the offensive side of the ball, and it seems like we're not really concerned about that. So, not if you don't. So, if you don't change, let's 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 look at this. If you don't change what's broken, but you change what's not broken, that doesn't seem like a trending upward type of move. No, it feels like a guy who in four seasons as a head coach has never had a winning season. That that's what it feels like to me, but. <laughs> You know, maybe I'm wrong, and maybe you know, maybe I'm just being a hater, as they say. Uh, but that feels like 15 and 38. That's what that feels like to me. I, I was gonna, I was gonna ask for that specific number of wins that he has. So I think I, uh, <laughs> I think he ate more donuts than he has wins. I think he ate more donuts this morning than he has wins on his, in his career. Yeah, crazy man. Let's talk about the Royal Rumble. I'm sorry. Go ahead, D. Real, real quick. What about the the Sean Payton deal? I think the Saints. You think the Saints came out uh, on the on the on the good end of that? Not really. Um, you know, Gruden got two first and two seconds. The Saints got a first, and then they like to say a second, but it was really a pick swap because they're giving up a third. I here's the thing, man. I I think that it's a kind of a lose-lose. I don't know that New Orleans got enough, but if I'm Sean, like, what are you doing? Going mess with Mahomes and Herbert and going to the AFC? Like, I don't, I don't get it either way. You're gonna go and try to fix Russell Wilson, who's terrible. Like, I don't understand it from either side, to be honest with you. To me, I, I, I thought it was a positive on the Saints because if not, you were gonna just watch Sean Payton on Channel Eight for the next couple of years yeah. before his contract ran out and not get anything. So I think the fact that they got something. Is is better than watching them on Channel Eight, um, but for Denver, that's Denver's had such a weird vibe with the Let's Ride stuff and all this weird, cringy Russell Wilson uh, activity. It's that's that's just an odd place that he would end up. But I, wasn't there some talks before he left that you know Russell Wilson coming to New Orleans? I don't know if that's a quarterback that he's sold on. You know, because obviously he's going to go to somewhere with with a, with a good quarterback because he hasn't done anything without a good quarterback. 
but I don't even know if Russell Wilson is a good quarterback at this point. I don't know if he's if he's uh, if he's too broke to fix. So let, let let's chat about this for a second. We um I was gonna go shift to to wrestling, but let's talk boxing. There was a list of rankings that came out that you and I shared in our group chat, and Jonathan Guidry is now number nine in the heavyweight rankings, and he's on the same list as. You know, Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua, Luis Ortiz, and like all these big time dudes, he's on the same list as them. But also on that list, there's just no one ranked number one. I don't understand how that works. So like, wouldn't Deontay Wilder, who's ranked number three, just like become number two? Wouldn't, you know, Martin Bacoli, who's number two, become number one? Like only in boxing do we have a list. Like, is this the WBA saying, hey, we think all these guys are not good enough to be number one? Like, why isn't there anybody number one? So it's boxing is so full of politics, um, you know. That if people get into polit in, into like actual government politics, and then look at the boxing world, it's it, it's it's very comparable. Um, so in my mind, they will not rank somebody at that number one list because they think the number one person that should be in that list is a champion for another organization. So there's an undefeated <laughs> Russian fighter that's beat Anthony Joshua twice. That's a champion times two. Um, for two other organizations aside from the WBA, they just refuse to rank him because he's not holding their belt uh, or may have relinquished that, that belt at some time. So that's, that's to me, that's, that's why that's happening. It's still weird that, that it's taking place. Um, but, Casey, we nailed it. We nailed another one. I know we talk about when we're wrong and we're going to talk about when we're right on, on, on this segment. Uh, we talked about Jonathan Gidgey ranked 12th, winning this fight, getting the top 10, and giving himself a chance to have a mandatory title defense. And that is exactly what happened. He won next, next couple of weeks later. Now he's sliding into the top ten, and that's when the money's at. That's where the money's at to get that possible, um, you know, that possible title shot. And I know that's what he's looking for, according to social media. That he's he's ready. He's ready for that role. He's ready for that fight. And and, and you know that's that's what's next in his career. And that's a payoff. What is is what they call that in boxing. And he's he's deserve he deserves it. You know, he fought the right guys. He got the right backing, and it's his time. And Depending on who he's, who that championship fight is going to be against, you know he may be favored in that, and it's uh, it's crazy to think about that. But props to Jonathan Gidry on a on a on a well designed uh, title run. Looking at that list, realistically, are there some folks in that top ten list that he could beat? Now you're going to make me go look up, man. People, I don't think people understand. You and I stayed up till like one thirty this morning, chat. Right, right. right. Uh, a lot of you know, these without, guys not, without looking like you know, without without being able to look at that list with the way he's competing right now and the way he did against Trevor Bryan and then um, you know knocking out his next opponent. There's nobody that in my mind that's gonna you know outside that top three, top four that's gonna come out and you know like steamroll him. He's I mean he's legit. He's tough. He can fight. He, he's he can fight on the inside. He's got to stay away from these long arm guys that could just keep him on the outside. But at the same time, that's that's Anthony Joshua. That's the kind of guy that's going to keep him on the outside. But if he gets in, Joshua's chin's in, in question. So you just never know. He gives himself a fighting chance because of his right hand at all times. Sounds good, bro. And look, to be honest, and you'll as soon as you, you hang up and you go look at the list, you'll see a lot of these guys on the list are dudes that we've never heard of, like Alphabet Soup. There's a guy, Philip. Hergrovic from Croatia, number eight. No clue who that is. Uh, so, yeah, there's a lot of guys that I guess are maybe as unknown commodities as Jonathan is. Let's talk about WWE. Royal Rumble comes and goes. Uh, I thought the Royal Rumble match on the men's side was great. 
I thought everything else on the card was bad until the main event, which was uh, Roman Reigns taking on Kevin Owens. Bro, um, you and I are wrestling junkies, but by and large, I think we're both kind of the same. We're more old school wrestling junkies. We like the older stuff more than the new stuff sometimes. But I got to tell you, and I said the same thing when Turtle came on Wednesday, or yesterday rather, the last 20 minutes of the Roman Reigns-Kevin Owens thing, whether you were a wrestling fan or not, you lost yourself in it. My mom was in the room. She was just kind of doing a crossword puzzle. By the time I look over to my right, she's glued to the TV. She's yelling and screaming like, yeah, no, don't, no, don't hit him. No, no. They sucked everybody in, bro. That was riveting. That was amazing storytelling. That was old school booking at its finest. That was awesome to see. It was lost in that, Casey, and I agree with you 100% on all those points. Um, the commentary. Yep. There was none. They let the story They let the story play it out. They let the story tell exactly what needed to be told. Uh, you know, you, they had that moment where, oh, is he going to do it? Is he going to do it? Is he going to do it? Where your heart rate gets up and you, it piques your interest, and he finally does it. They let up. They, the, it was beautifully booked from months out, you know, when they, when they started with the possible, the possible turn didn't happen. He locked back in and then this happened and you, you, you pitting new friendship against old friendship and 99.9% of the time, old friendship is going to work before the new friendship. And that was, it was awesome. Got everybody tuned in on Monday. I, I was, I had set my, my TV to, to record, to watch it after the game on Monday. Uh, the raw rumble was awesome. They're pushing these new guys and, and making them seem like tough, you know, just credible, I, I guess. And you know, I was kind of watching a couple videos this morning, and um, like the WrestleMania card starting to line itself up. Let's just stay away from from that that Mountain Dew Code Black match. Let's stay away from that. I hear there may be a cereal match coming in. I don't, I don't want anything to do with that. I'm old school. Give me give me what you got, and let let the performers do the uh, do the honors. Dude, the Mountain Dew stuff was was awful, and you know you're right. There's gonna be a cinnamon toast crunch match. Like, what the hell is that, dude? Like, I, I don't understand. I would love a cinnamon toast crunch match, but I don't want to watch it. I just I'd like to eat it. <laughs> that, yeah, exactly right, man. Uh, what you know, Turtle and I were talking about this yesterday. The the whispers about the Rock are never going away. You know, he now they're saying, oh, he's not gonna rest, so he's gonna make an appearance, and that. The match with Roman will be, you know, at WrestleMania 40 next year. Like, it almost, at this point now, it almost is starting to feel like his camp is just leaking all this stuff just to keep his name out there, just to build his own superpower and, like, his own superstardom. Are we ever going to see him come back? Like, Turtle was saying, like, man, like, it's got to happen pretty soon. I'm losing my patience. Are we ever going to see him wrestle again? Here's the deal. You don't need him. Right. You did. You did. You booked, you booked Raw Rumble so well. You established stars. On your own, so well, you don't need it. I don't. I don't need him coming back and and you know muddying up a, a, a potential great match with you know with with Roman Reigns or with Roman Reigns and uh, and, and Cody Rhodes or if yeah, Sami Zayn's going to be thrown to that mix. I don't. I don't. I don't need that. I don't need somebody hadn't wrestled in uh, 25 years to come back and and muddy that up. Let those performers perform that are there every day. It's, it's enough that we that we have John Cena. You know the one offs are great. Don't put it in my WrestleMania. Just put it on a on a on a Monday night or a, or a throwaway pay per view, and 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 let them go. Uh, we we don't need that. We talked about middle school. We talked about Biddy. Before I let you go, give us a shout out for the Flash because I know with middle school over, it's going to be Flash season here right around the corner. If someone wants to play summer basketball with you all, what do they got to do? 
Uh, give me a call. Uh, we're looking right now for fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth grade girls. Um, didn't have any 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 interest on the boys side as of the second. I need some coaches. Uh, you can reach me six three seven one five one three. Send me a text. Uh, I can tell you, Casey, from lining up everything right now. Um, you know, we 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 played Golden Meadow against LCO last night, and the Flash is going to be a nice combination. Both of those teams with a little sprinkle from West Thibodeau, and we're going to be rolling. I'm super excited about the possibilities for this summer, and it keeps getting more and more. Uh, those girls playing each other and competing against each other became family, and it's going to be awesome to be able to continue that relationship in, we say summer, but the, you know the, the travel ball season. In case before we go, um, I know we gave a, a, a few jabs to the officiating crew last night. Credit uh, Taylor Bernard, Paul Trahan, Greg Votto. That was a tough spot for a lot of those guys to be in a huge crowd. Not everybody could do that. Yeah. I thought for the most part they handled it. They handled the situation. They handled calling the games, and they let the kids decide the results of the games. There weren't any kids in foul trouble in either game um that that i noticed that hampered the result of the game and i thought that was huge that's something that we didn't have in our previous uh matchups and credit to them awesome very well said before like you guys are gonna have Thibodeau natives representing the south lafouche <laughs> flat i don't get it thanks so much Great for the time d <laughs> Great how that works that we can all come together and and just congratulate and be thankful to one another right? <laughs> have a great rest of the day, bro- day brother Thanks, Casey. Appreciate you. Yep, that is Damien St. Pierre doing a wonderful job. We're having some fun. It's a little, some inside jokes, some inside commentary there. Uh, great job, as always, to his team. And, uh, oh, boy, that Flash team is going to be really good. Let's catch a break. When we get back out of the break, we're going to give our weekend predictions and our betting picks. It's play-by-play. We'll be right back after this. The music on the bayou, the all-new Raging Cajun 102.7 FM. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too. Your good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. Tri-Parish Police Supplies is a top-of-the-line police, fire, and EMS supply store. As well as a great source for tactical and home defense needs, Tri-Parish Police Supplies is open to the public Monday through Friday, 9 till 5, and on Saturdays, 10 till 2. So stop in at Tri-Parish Police Supplies on Highway 311 today. For more info, call 985-873-9989. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belts and related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. 
Fleet Supply. Offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse. 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. Looking to achieve a healthier lifestyle but have little time? The Terrebonne General Executive Health Program can improve your overall health for a lifetime in one visit. With little to no waiting, you get a whole year of wellness in one convenient location. Our preventative screenings increase your well-being by providing early detection against illness. With exceptional VIP service, you leave with a plan in hand to achieve a healthier lifestyle tailored for you. Call the Terrebonne General Executive Health Team at 985-850-6204 today. Wrestling has more than one royal family. Welcome back to Play by Play. We've got one more segment to go. want to thank everybody for listening to us today. We want to thank all of our sponsors for allowing us to be here today. The Blue Boot Foundation, Neil Small Engine, Dufresne Building Materials, got you covered for all your roofing needs. Buzz Off, the only all-natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. Rouse's Markets feels like home. Golden Motors, where price is priority, proudly supporting South Lafourche Athletics and Community Youth Sports Organizations. Tonight, we're at um, assumption South Lafouche will be taking on assumption. That'll be six o'clock for the girls, roughly seven o'clock for the boys. You'll be able to hear all of the action loud and proud on KLEB big game for the Tarpon boys and girls tonight. The girls have a chance to really help themselves in their quest to try to make the playoffs. Our weekend predictions. Um, the first weekend prediction, I know I've been picking on them. I know I've been whining and belly aching about them. I think the Pelicans are going to snap their losing streak this weekend. I think they're going to beat the Los Angeles Lakers tomorrow at home in the Smoothie King Center. LeBron James is within striking distance of the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar scoring record. How nauseating that's going to be over the next couple of days to have to endure that. I think the Pelicans are going to get back right on ESPN tomorrow at 5 o'clock, and I think that they're going to win over the Lakers. I think that the LSU um, women's basketball team is going to, I'm sorry, I didn't say LSU, uh, I didn't mean to say LSU women's basketball team. I was reading a headline and just got carried away, um, and that carried over to my thought. I think the Nichols men's basketball team, I'm sorry, is going to get a win this weekend and get back on track. It was a rough week last week for Nichols, and frankly, the cancellation yesterday was really beneficial to them uh, because they got to get back on the horse. They're 5-4 and four in Southland Conference play. I've seen just about everybody in the conference. I think Nichols is the best team in the Southland Conference. But on the road, they're not the same team. They gagged on away against Lamar. They gagged on away against Incarnate Word. You reverse those two results. You're 7-2 and two and you're in first place. Instead, you're 5-4 and four and you're in the middle. You're playing Houston Christian tomorrow on the road. They're not very good. They're not very good. They are 4-6 uh, and six in the league. You're playing New Orleans Next Thursday at home, they're not very good. They're three and seven. You've got to win the next two games. <clears throat> You've got to win the next two games. Get back on the saddle. Keep pace. This is a league where 
There's no dominant team. Everybody in the league that's above you is going to lose a few more coming home. Everybody in the league below you is going to lose a few more coming home. So if you just get hot, win three, four in a row, you're going to get back in position. But that time is now for Nichols. They should have beat Incarnate Word last Saturday. They were leading the whole game until the final minutes gagged it away. They should have beat Lamar earlier in the conference schedule. Lamar is not any good. That's a game you've got to win. Now the Colonels have left themselves with very little margin for error. They've got to beat Houston Christian tomorrow and keep pace. I think the Pro Bowl is going to be entertaining this week, and I really do. I think that some of the stuff that the NFL has done in the lead-up to the Pro Bowl has been exciting and entertaining also. I like the dodgeball and some of the other stuff. I mentioned this earlier in the week. I like watching athletes. Um, I like watching athletes do uncomfortable things. It's the reason why we like watching that celebrity golf tournament at the beginning of the or at the end of the summer every year. We like watching football players play golf. I like watching basketball players play football. I like watching football players try to dunk. And I like watching prize athletes do uncomfortable things because it humanizes them. It makes them out from being robots like we see and makes them into being human. And we get to see, hey, you know, maybe they aren't perfect and maybe, or, you know, heck, some of them might be incredible and might do superhuman things no matter what sport they're playing. But I think it's highly entertaining and, and awesome to watch. It's very entertaining to watch. I think that in the world of college basketball, we're going to see a lot of upsets this weekend. I don't think there's a dominant team in college basketball. I think that there are a lot of teams in college basketball that are in the top 10, top 20, that are very vulnerable, and I think we're going to see some upsets this weekend. What's the difference between Marquette, who's number 14, and Purdue, who's number one? What's the difference between... Alabama, who's number four, and Clemson, who's number 20. What's the difference between UCLA, who's number nine, and St. Mary, who's number 18? I don't think there is a whole lot of difference this year. I think that there are teams that are very similar, and I think we're going to see an NCAA tournament that is wide open. And then the last prediction that I got is kind of a short prediction segment this time because there's no football really to base our predictions around. Um... I think that we're going to see SmackDown draw a huge number tonight. SmackDown on Fox, not a whole lot of competition up against it. I think we're going to see SmackDown draw a huge number, well in excess of $2 million. The WWE numbers are growing up. The AEW numbers are going down. Uh, that rivalry that we were expecting or that some were expecting to break out has never materialized. WWE is soaring at a time when AEW is, is faltering and floundering. I think WWE is going to post another huge ratings number today. I expect that SmackDown number to be ginormous. Some betting picks today, and then we're out of here. The first betting pick that I got for you is I like over 233.5 for the Kings and the Indiana Pacers. The Kings don't play any defense whatsoever, so I think that we're going to see that one uh, be an over. I like um, tonight the Suns and Celtics to go over 220. I think the Suns will try to slow it down, but the Boston offense is just too efficient, so I like an over there. I like the 76ers um, to win and cover the 10 against the Spurs. The Spurs are, are not good. They're not interested in being good this year, and that's okay. They're tanking. You know, that's as part of the process of rebuilding. And then the last one that I like is I like the Hawks plus one over the Utah Jazz. The Hawks are actually playing well on this little road trip that they're on, so I like Atlanta 
to take care of business there. College basketball tonight. Um, I like Manhattan plus four and a half over Siena. I bet Manhattan all the time. And it usually works out pretty good for me. I like Air Force plus ten and a half over Nevada. Those are our picks for the night. We hope that you guys have some good luck. We hope that you guys have some good fortune and are able to turn those into some winners. Thanks to the sponsors. Reminder, tomorrow we're at A2Fay from 10 to 12. Don't just listen. Come ride. Come eat. Come get some lunch. Come hang out with us. Come talk about some sports with us. Brian Colley and I will be out there. Come spend the early morning with us there. I'm contemplating whether or not my afternoon will be spent at Biddy or at Homa Christian School. Kind of up on the fence about that. But either way, I'll be at something in the afternoon. Um, and we can't wait to see how everything shakes out on our weekend. We'll be back Monday at the same time, 1130 to 1. We also, on um, next week, we'll have some soccer playoff results to get you all and some big, big district matchups. So next week's going to be a big week. You've been listening to Play by Play. Have a wonderful rest of the day, everybody. God bless you all. We'll be back Monday. You're listening to KLEB. 1600 AM and K274 DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow.